good looking rooster still is. What's going on, mate? You could be a model. <laughs> I don't know about that, but you got the salt and pepper going like me in the beard. That grey's coming through beautiful. Yeah, I know. Well, well that's George. We've got to thank George Clooney for that. <laughs> he made it all look good, he mate. Don't need look... to be scared of being grey and grabbing that dye. That's right, and and it's kind of good because you can't get to a hairdresser's anyway to dye it. No one can do that. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, mate? How's life uh, for you in lockdown? I know you got a few kids there. How's it all hanging? Yeah, good brother, eh? Look, um, tough times all around for everyone. Uh, but yeah, got the kids at home doing the homeschooling, uh, teaching uh, teaching them all the subjects and everything they need to learn. At mm. the moment, they're pretty close to getting some A's. Yep. Um, <laughs> Not <laughs> with get a bit that from of bribery, a bit of breakfast in the morning, but um, no, nah, it's all good, man. Tough yeah. times, but we're getting through it and uh, doing what we can. Yeah, man. Oh, it's so, look, I've got to say, it is great to see you because we don't get to see each other. Everyone's the same. But I, I've done a couple of these shows and I've had The Ox, I've had Nita, I've had Stinger, I've had Wowie, and the fans just keep asking for you, brother. I don't know what it is. They just love you. Oh, no, it's good that you managed to catch up with the support crew, mate, but there's no need. you got the main man right <laughs> the here. The main mate, act. Ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, look, I, I dare say, bro, look in there. Once I walked away from football, um, I've been pretty happy to just go about my life, live a quiet life. Um, and then, like a lot of people, mate, in the end, they're uh, wondering what you're up to, what you've been doing, how things are going. And, uh, yeah, it's good to uh, be able to feel that love again. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And I, I was thinking about it as I was driving Today, I was thinking the Wizard and the career started in 95 and it was all pretty exciting. You had Gary Lyon, you had Jim Steins, you had some pretty elite guys around you, big names in the AFL. And you're from, you know, Tamerlup, a, a very small town, and you come from Western Australia to the MCG. It must have been, talk me through that for you, firstly, because we all know you as the Wiz was able to do amazing things on the football field, and we'll get to that as well. But what was that transition like from a small town? to the big deal, MCG, Gary Lyon, all that stuff? Yeah, look, um, yeah, Tambup is uh, a very small town. You drive through, mate, you blink, you miss it, you know. Yeah. Um, that's how small it is. But there's about 300 people there and very close-knit uh, community. Um, yeah, but uh, managed to, to watch um, Melbourne play finals in 94. Uh, so I got to actually watch the team. Mm. Um and then within a couple of months, mate, uh, I was alongside those boys that I'd watched, you know. My dream had come true, an opportunity um, to be uh, traded um, for Phil, Phil Gilbert, yep. who wanted to come back. Yeah, so um, uh, Bernie Dunn was the uh, football recruiter at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, Richard Griffiths, obviously Barmy was the coach. Mm -hmm. uh they didn't do. I uh, didn't have to do too much, mate, to uh, persuade me to um, to come across and try my luck out with with the D's. Um, my dad, I joke around with him uh, along with my uncle, were my very first managers, and I uh, joke around and told them that they sold me pretty short. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne got the bigger and, and the better end of the deal, but uh, you know, the opportunity of being able to uh, start the pre-season training um, alongside, you know, some of the greats of uh, not just the Melbourne Football Club, but of the game as well, you know, to be mm -hmm. able to uh, train alongside of them, to learn. You know, I was a very shy and shame young kid. 
you know, the myself and uh, Adam Uze was mm-hmm. also drafted in that that time in '95. Yep. Um, so yeah, we sort of learnt the craft and and certainly uh, learnt also about respect as well. You know, like uh, you, you you knuckled down, mate. You worked hard and you earned the respect of the boys. You know, and uh, that was just uh, a great opportunity of a dream coming true for myself. You know, it's it's interesting you say that. And I love that you, you you're all about training hard and, and and working on your game and because you really did and I suppose everyone just sees the highlights out in the ground but we had Gary on and we had Schwarter on and Schwarter made a good point about people coming through sorry didn't we have Gary on we had Schwarter on Schwarter was talking about the guys coming through and creating a culture and I remember when I got there you could see that there was this good young crew and yourself and Ooze that were all about training hard and the results sort of came. A couple of years later, um, you, you prided yourself on your your honest hard work on the track, didn't you? In the preseason, having a full preseason and doing all that, it might have slackened off towards the end of the career, but at the start, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was always working hard, mate. Because when you're behind everyone, <laughs> now nah, look, uh, you know, you you push yourself to the very best that you possibly could. You know, we had. Uh, a world of experience of, uh, of of players, and then there was a young group coming through behind that were leading the charge, mm. um, you know. And then that sort of held us in good stead, as uh, you know. The more experience we got, game uh, training wise, and learning what it took to actually be an AFL player, bro. And then yeah. you know, success as well. You know what it's built on, and um, you know uh, we were lucky enough um, to be able to be guided by those experienced players but then once they uh left the football club we had a good nucleus of uh of boys that um came through together you know and uh mm. through the highs and the lows mate um you know some great memories uh from all of us and what we were able to accomplish as well at times so that's the early stuff that's when you first get to the club then it gets to around about 98 and you, I reckon you clocked the game in 98. You were doing things out in that final series um, that I'd just never seen before on a football field. And a lot of people hadn't seen either. And it, that mark over Gary, come on, let's just talk about that mark in 98. I, I, people, I was right there. I was underneath <laughs> the crumb. And I didn't see who is. I just saw Gary, he's going to contest this mark. And then all of a sudden, this the little whiz just pops up. I'm like out of a, nowhere. I'm out of nowhere. And he's uh, talk well, me through it. It was only it was only ever one proper one I got to do, mate. It wasn't unlike yourself where you were pretty much almost doing it every week, you know. But um, look, uh, yeah, I, Anthony McDonald was coming off the wing, and uh, Gary had already made position. He's, he led, but then the ball was kicked up high, uh, so he had to reposition. And pretty much, I think it was uh, him and. I forgot the guy who is Turner, I think he was. Yeah, yeah. They were pretty much in front of myself and Tawny, I think the yep. uh, Richmond player were. So uh, we pretty much both had a pretty decent um, crack of uh, jumping up over the top of them. And then I was just lucky enough to uh, to get up, mate. Got an extra bit of a boost as well. Mm. And um, we're able to hold on to the football and bring it down. Oh, it was a ripper. And if, if the, I think the tape gets uh, stopped uh, before it sees me. I was there for the crumb and I was jumping around like an idiot after I saw the mark. <laughs> like, oh, how good was that? Like, I'm a, I'm a spectator out on the ground. Like, I'm a fan loving it. 
<laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, well, and you, it was right on the side where our uh, yeah. our racks and our supporters were as well, you know. So it was pretty, pretty decent, exciting. It was uh, the very last game of uh, of the round, and so you know of the season. Yeah, uh, round twenty two. Yes, Richmond were looking to try and win to try and scrape into the eight, and I think we were looking to win to sew up a top four. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the stakes were high, and then we just we came with our A game, mate, and we uh, we blew them away. We really played a a really great brand and exciting exciting brand of football that day too, you know, which held us in good stead uh, for the finals run. It hundred percent did, and we know what happened with the finals, and and we, then we then we progressed a couple of years on to two thousand, where you had one of your great seasons, uh, kicked over seventy goals. I think you're all Australian in two thousand, if my stats are correct, and and we go all the way to a grand final. Give us your memories. I mean, the reason I ask about these two particular years is because we're obviously having a good year this year, and you're sitting back loving it because I know you love your boys now. And I'm trying to see parallels between what's happening now and what was happening for us. 2000, we had a really good mix, didn't we? Uh, young, old, yep. and, and excitement again. Uh, but we probably were just a little bit too young and thought that it might happen in a couple of years' a couple of years time, but it obviously didn't. Talk me through 2000. Yeah, look, I, right, we had a real, really good balance right across, you know, on uh, from the back line, the mids to the forwards. Everyone knew their role. We had an exciting uh, brand of football as well, you know. It was a, an attacking... Uh, mentality, you know, play on at all costs, um, mm. get the ball rolling and get it in forward, get it in deep, you know. So uh, it made it a pretty uh, exciting game and style for uh, for us forwards, you know. So um, that's pretty much what I can see uh, us with the other um, team that's coming through now, you know. Like mm. we've mm. got uh, some pretty decent uh, backline plays that, Hold down the forward, as in Lever and May. Obviously, your midfield, you know, you can't go past uh, Oliver and Petrarca. Also, Gorney, you know. And then you've got, back in our day, we had Nita, mm. Water, yourself as your three-tier. And, you know, they're the same. They've got Brown. Um, then you've got uh, McDonald. And then also either a Jackson or a Gorn. And then you've got a, a small posse coming through, you know. Mm. So, mm. uh it's exciting, mate, you know, like it's great to watch the boys um, go about their business. You know, everyone's all up and above and uh, excited about uh, what could be, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in them, we're all just hoping that they continue on. Yeah. Uh, definitely, you know, a tough game uh, against Geelong. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're all hoping that they can play, you know, mm. I wouldn't say – uh, like they did the last time because, uh, yeah, you know, in the end of the day, they were very lucky. Yeah. You know, we're looking for a four-quarter effort, you know. Geelong's going to come. They're going to be uh, wanting to um, play a lot better than what they did yeah. uh, the week before, you know. So we've got to be on our game and, and be ready to go from the get-go, from the very start of the bounce. That's right. Yeah, four-quarter effort is exactly what we need. And then you've got Bailey Fritch in the forward line. I like what you say about our forward line. They can bob up and do the job when they need to do it. And probably they. you look at our team and you go, back line amazing, midfield amazing, probably the question mark over the forward line. But if you give them good opportunity... You know, they could do anything. And a, and a Bailey Fritch will just pop up and take a hanger like you and I used to do every now and then and kick a goal or kick a bag. What did Gary say to you after he took that mark over his back? Did he say anything to you at all? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Nah, there wasn't much said, mate. And then I was, I was too hyped up myself, you know. Um, yeah. And we're taking the mark and then an opportunity to go back and, and have a shot on goal. Sadly, yeah. I didn't kick the goal, but... Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, in the end, it was a great moment. Gary's had a, a lot of other great moments with other blokes jumping on his back as well. Yes. Hint, hint, you and, uh, and Shawnee Smith. Shawnee Smith, we forget about him. He was he was almost the originator, wasn't he? He took the... the Mate, well, that was the whole thing. It was almost uh, every week. Yeah. You know, he was he was doing something special, you know. It sort yeah. of got to that stage where it's like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like that <laughs> Jeremy Howe, you know. He takes mark of the year almost every year or a contender. Yeah. But, uh, exactly the same um, type of bloke. I reckon Shawnee Smith's taking that mark. He's rubbing the back of his head. You've put the boot in the back of him and he's scratching his back going, scratching his head after that mark going, Jesus. And then I'm coming to the team and I start doing it. I reckon that's the reason why he just got the hell out of there. <laughs> I'm not doing I this anymore. I think so, mate. Well, I, he can't blame me for hurting his back. <laughs> no, no. I only done it once. once. You boys were doing it a bit too regular. So uh, <laughs> his pyro or his physio bill needs to be sent out to you boys' address. Yeah, exactly. Now, Fans out there that are listening to this, one of the great stories for our era, what every single player that played in this team when the Wizard was there, was in 1998, a pre-season game. It was one of the, I think it might have been like the Anset Cup or something like that back then, very early days of my career. And we played a game in New Zealand, right, against the Sydney Swans. Fans <laughs> will know exactly what this is. Wiz, we've got a new coach, Neil Danaher. Now, we, we had heard that he had the propensity to teach he had the nickname, nickname Rowdy. We didn't know why. Pretty quickly we found out why his nickname was Rowdy, didn't we? Half time, we barreled down into the uh, into the rooms. Neil's obviously not doing as good as we probably could. Neil's walked in and absolutely ripped the bejesus out of Nita. I mean, he's our you know number one player, our number oh, one yeah, star. He's our leader. He's the main man, you know, yeah. and... Uh... <clears throat> yeah, pretty much like like you said, the whole preseason. Uh, you know, we've got a new coach. Um, Neil's come in, and mate, like the whole vibe, he was just cool, calm, collective, nice. Yep. You know, had everyone fooled. You know, yeah. we uh, we started to play a practice game against or exhibition game against Sydney in New Zealand, and uh, um, you know, we we aren't playing as well as we know we could, but you know, we're still thinking, oh, well, Not too boys bad. are still trying to get into the game. You know, like yeah. we. Haven't had a game of football, a proper game of football, and this is our chance just to get a touch and and try and uh, set the tone for the season coming up. And then we've come in at half time, mate. And then Neil Danner is just rolling the the pad, mate's gone flying, and then he's ripped in the neater. Oh. I still think that's a little bit lighter than what I ended up copying. Well, hang on, uh, what were you thinking in that moment when he's ripping in the net? I know what I was thinking. I sort of slinked to the corner a little bit out of his eyesight because I'd hurt my thumb in the game and I went to the physio yeah, well, room. That, well, yeah, well, that was the whole thing, mate. And then I, I, I knew I, was play, I wasn't I was playing the best game anyway. Like I'd, I'd been able to kick a couple of goals and <clears throat> I uh, ended up missing two tackles. Yeah. And they were ones where, look, if you picture your front on to a bloke coming at you with the ball, you try and guess which way they may be going. Yeah. They step to their right, you go to the right, and uh, he quickly zigged to the to the left before I had a chance. And by the time I got my hand on him, mate, my hands pretty much slipped straight off him, and he kept going. And uh, pretty much Nita, I mean, sorry, uh, Neil, let me know all about it. You know, wizard and. Oh. Mate, that there keeps going. I'm telling you, I could have actually walked out 
walked up to uh, the kiosk there, mate, maybe had a pie and a Coke, <laughs> finished them all up there, come back, and he would have been still, still going, going. where's that? Is this food tackle? <laughs> going all right. Oh, you, you had to be there to believe this, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Nita, Nita's already mate, copped. And, uh, the funny thing about it out of all that is uh, he shouted that loud yeah. and that hard that he couldn't even continue um, talking about the matchups and the rest of how we want to go out and play the second half. We had to pass it over to Hutchie, you know. So he's like... <laughs> He couldn't so talk. I I'll, I'll, I'll laugh, laugh, I'll laugh later on, but I was like, you know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're right, mate. Oh, it was unbelievable. Jeff Farmer, David Needs have caught the biggest sprays. They're our best two players, and I'm going, what? Jeez, I better play well every single week or I'm going to cop a spray. He actually lost his voice, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Fagan had to take over the coaching for the rest of the game. He popped something in his throat. Couldn't do it anymore. Fair to say he calmed down a little bit from that point on, though. Yeah, I didn't see him ever as bad as that. Yeah? <laughs> no. Yeah, look. Oh, look the, old team, the old little uh, individual uh, meeting we used to have, that was the same thing, mate, every now and then, you know. Like, yeah. the old little story, there was a couple of times um, I'd had a day out. Uh, walk in pretty confident, you know, like, oh, yeah, he'll kick eight, kick nine, or whatever it might have been. Yeah. And then uh, going to the meeting, right? And then he's just tearing threads off me, you know. Like, <laughs> Man, what what's wrong with you, you know? <laughs> I've just kicked nine goals, mate, and you're still saying yeah. I'm not playing well. I was like, oh, I don't know what to do for this bloke. Oh. But, um, you know, in then it's just one of those things I think we sort of developed, um, you know, communication where, you know, he – he was good. He was firm, but then he also mm. could give me, you know, a, a bit of a, a tone and down, so to speak. You know, with yeah. with few few words, you know, to try and get me back up to make sure I didn't become too complacent or comfortable with how I was performing or my position in the team. You know, and it yeah. Yeah. Uh, it really made me appreciate him even more once I sort of realised, you know, like it's nothing personal. He he doesn't hate me in the end. He wants to see me playing my very best and getting the best out of myself because it benefits myself, but mm. then also the, the team as well, what I can contribute if I'm on the on, on the ball, you yeah. know, and, and playing in the right mindset. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a magic formula that coaches have, and Neil certainly had it, didn't he? You wanted him to like you. That's all you wanted. You wanted him to like what you did out in the field, and also you didn't want to get yelled at. There's this one and game, not spray you and either. Not spray you. <laughs> There's this one game we played against Essendon, I don't know if you were playing with us then, um, Wiz. You might have gone to free. I don't know. Tell me if you remember this. But we were doing this thing where it might have been like um, a game before the finals. We end up losing, I think. Uh, and I'm supposed to play in a zone, but the zone was to ring up the guy. Like if we'd kick a point, instead of going sitting in the pocket in the zone or playing on a man, you had to circle up their bunch of guys that would sort of congregate in the middle of the ground. Yeah, you know? together. So, and, and if someone broke, you would take the guy closest to you. Now, Neil had said all week, don't take the person that goes to the pocket. Let them have the pocket. I want them to have the pockets. There's a long way to the goals from there. They can have that. Just guard everything else. And we're like, yep. And I reckon he told me five times, Robbo, let them have the pocket, mate. Let them have the pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries, no worries. So anyway, second quarter, towards the end of the quarter, we're ringing them up. We just kicked a point and, and I'm waiting to say, no, don't, don't. Don't go to them if they go to the pocket. Don't go to them if they go to the pocket. All of a sudden, someone breaks past me. It's Jimmy Hurd. He's running to the pocket. And I'm like, right, that's fine. Off you go, Jimmy. That's no worries. Then all of a sudden, I hear James McDonald. Now, you know James McDonald can give a pretty good spray out in the field. He's got that high-pitched voice, doesn't he? And he screams at you. 
he was tagging Jimmy Hurd and didn't want him to get a possession. So he's yelling at me, Robbo, chase, chase, chase him, chase him. And in my head, I'm going, coach told me not to chase him, but but James McDonald's telling me to chase him. I didn't know what to do. So I just instinctively went with him to stop him from getting a kick. Well, <coughs> ball goes over Jimmy's and my head to the guy that broke from my position. He gets the ball, kicks it to someone on the wing, into their forward line, they take a mark. Siren goes, they kick a goal. And I'm like, oh, oh no, I'm in trouble here. So I walked straight into the rooms, sat down in the rooms and just trying to hide. You know, I do that thing where I hope, he doesn't, I hope he doesn't say anything. He walks in the room and he just gave it to me. And I just lost it. I don't know what happened, but I, I, something I blacked out. Next thing I know, I'm over to him and I'm almost trying to fight him. Nita was holding. <laughs> Nita, Nita was holding me back. I was just trying to tell him, no, telling me to go. James McDonald told me to go. <laughs> Winging like a little kid. <laughs> but that's the high pressure of it, man. Sometimes you make mistakes out there. You're trying to do your best. Trying and to you, do the right thing. Uh, uh, never happened. I, I got into trouble most for not tackling, but uh, we all know that. Now, Wiz. Fremantle, you go over there, uh, family situation. Uh, what I love about you, mate, is, and I think a lot of fans love about you, is that you still have this love for the Melbourne Football Club because, I don't know, is it because they gave you the start in the early days? Yeah, look, man, it's it's pretty much like I left home as a, as a young boy, you know, pretty much. And the opportunity that Melbourne gave me, plus... You know, the people there, as in the players, the staff, the supporters, they embraced me, loved me as their own mate and uh, looked after me, you know, for the, the seven years I was there. I'm forever grateful to the football club. You know, my family uh, as well, forever grateful. You know, a lot of my family still barracked for Melbourne as well, even though I did go home. Mm. Uh, they stuck thin with, with, with the Melbourne Football Club as well, you know, so... Mm. Um, you know, that's how much how much the football club mean to me and that's how much the football club mean to my family as well, you know. So um, it, it, it's been great, even though I did go uh, back home, you know, to, to still be uh, loved and uh, thought mm-hmm. about um, from the Melbourne Football Club, you know, even my te- ex-teammates as well, uh, you know, my great mates. I mm-hmm. uh, hadn't seen, you know, you boys for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. And, uh, you know, we catch up, we see each other. It was only just like yesterday, brother, mm. you know, that we pick up the pieces, man, have a laugh, have a joke and yeah. and catch up as though it was only just like yesterday, bro, you know. And that's 100%. the vibe that I always loved about the football club, mm. everyone involved with the football club. And, you know, my love will always continue that's with the awesome. football club no matter what. I agree 100% with you, mate. Um, the Wizard, where did that come from? Because I know what it's about. You are able to conjure something up from nothing. <laughs> You know, kick a goal from nowhere, do something magical. But who coined it first? Was it was it Gary or was it commentators? No, it was actually um yeah, the recruiter, Bernie Dunn. Yeah. He uh yeah, so from what I heard, he actually came to uh either watch Damien or Darren Gasper. That's right. Um play at South Romano, um, our waffle club, and I'd come up on a a permit to to come and play in the Colts game mm. the exact same day and uh, what he put in his re- report was um, obviously I had a pretty good game, kicked a few goals and yeah. uh, managed to get a, a, a bit of the ball as well. So in his report, he put in like um, that I was pretty much all over the ground. He was popping up here, popping up there. He's like a wizard. 
So and it's somehow this has um, been passed on, and uh, Gary Lyon got wind of it because, like, like I was saying, the preseason training, um, you know, I'm there, and then Gary's calling someone the wizard. I'm looking around, <laughs> <he's talking laughs> thinking, "Who's the wizard?" <laughs> uh, I'd not realising it was actually me, you know. But um, I, you know, look. I've been called many things over, <laughs> over my lifetime, mate. I'll tell you what, I'm very happy with the wizard. That's a good one, isn't it? <laughs> and talk about wizardry. That nine goals and a half against Collingwood, it's got to probably rate as one of your best games in terms of output. I know you've played more consistent games, especially 98, you were doing amazing things. <clears throat> but everyone seems to remember that game. And it's the same for me. I think I kicked seven against Collingwood one day. Everyone will always say, remember that Queen's birthday because it was a big game because it was against Collingwood. You kicked nine and a half. What happened at halftime? You just went berserk in the second half. Yeah, look. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much a day. Like we're both in agreement, mate. You know, McQueen's birthday, it's a massive day. Two arch rivals. Um, I'd uh, pretty much been off the ball, you know. Like, in then you come to play, you, you, you're 100% ready to go, you know. But, I mean, I'd... My grandmother had had a heart attack, brother, you know, so my mind yeah. um, just wasn't in the right yep. space, you know. And uh, in the end, uh, I was just lucky in the end that, uh, you know, Ben Beams, um, you know, wasn't good for him, but, uh, you mm. know, had to come off, you know. He'd unfortunately broke his arm and that was the only opportunity I got to be able to come back on, you know. I knuckled mm. down, I got to admit I wasn't too happy with, uh, with Danner's yeah. Uh, for, for chucking me on the bench, you know. But um, in the end, mate, I was lucky enough to be in the right place at the right time with a few of them. Got mm. on the end of a couple, mate, even stole one from you. Yeah. <laughs> you won't, don't talk <laughs> about it. I still remember that. I've gone up for a mark. I've gone up for a mark, mate. I've, I didn't realise I grabbed it out of your hand. Yeah. Everyone else was giving oh. me his pat on the back and slapping me. Great mark, Jeff. I look at you over there with your dummy. Spat <laughs> on dummy. the ground. Oh, oh, what's the matter with this bloke? <laughs> but, um, yeah, in the end, mate, like it's, uh, uh, you know, it was it was a great day out in the end, you know, to be able to kick nine goals and a half. Yeah. Um, you know, we soldiered on. That was a, a, a great win for us as well, you know. Held us in good stead. Mm. Um, you know, we ended up getting on a roll as well, you know. We won. Mm. In the end, I'm pretty sure maybe 12 games on on the trot, bro. You know, we got uh, a touch up by Carlton. Yep. Got a real good ear bashing from Danners <clears throat> after right. the game, and then yep. that that changed our attitude. You know, we uh, we went on an unbelievable run, just winning game after game, and then uh, you know we were all confident and and, and pumped up yep. as uh, you know our form allowed us, but um, you know came up a game short against Essendon, who yeah. were uh, uh, unbelievable that season, you know. But um, yeah, I still looked. If in the end we were able to play our best game, man, and and, and take him on, like we were still in the game at one stage as well, mm. you know. Mm. Oh, I reckon half time we were a real chance to win that game. And look, that might happen this year. We, who knows? We'll see what happens tonight. We'll see what happens next week. It's going to be going down over in the over in the west. Do we play four quarters of football? It's what it comes down to. You just have to play consistent football you might be able to pinch it like they did against the cats with a kick after the siren but more often than not that's not going to happen mate uh, yeah we would have had some titanic battles out in the ground um against some really decent opposition because when you're kicking nine goals or when you had a season like you did in 98 they send someone out there to stop you who was your toughest opponent do you reckon who'd you find it hard against 
Yeah, oh, look, man, it was all decent. Like, and then you're playing against, uh, hmm. you know, guys that are there. Well, some of them, it all depends. You had your attacking uh, defenders, but um, pretty much, you know, like if I got the opportunity, man, I was going to make you pay, you know. There's guys like Shane Crawford, Peter Matera, Andrew yeah. McLeod, you know, like yeah. they're, they're formidable names. And then I could keep continuing on with other guys, Byron Pickett, um, you know, John Blakey. Duncan Kellaway, yeah. uh, Tony Liberatore. I could mm. keep rattling names off. These guys who you'd class as champions, mate, you know, of their football club and of the game. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I never got the opportunity to play against uh, any slouches or, or blokes who were still coming up into the game. These guys were bona fide champions of the game, you know. So yeah. they were always tough, always hard. Yeah. Um, you know, in there, it was just, I was very confident, mate, in, in what I could do. And yeah. it was just a matter of getting the ball uh, and seeing it enough times to um, put the scoreboard on. Mm. Oh, mate, you had a sensational career. There's absolutely no doubt about it. We would have loved to say, see you stay at the D's. And who knows, we might have got a premiership before they get one this year. We don't blame you at all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, mate, who do you keep an eye on now before we finish up? Who are you looking at the moment going, yeah, he's a really good player? You know, I've got a couple of my favourites, I'll tell you, before why you ever think about it. I love watching the way that Clary goes about it. He's a hard nut and he's a redhead. But you've got to say, it, for me, there's two other guys that I really love. It's it's Cozzy, obviously. You, you get drawn yeah. towards that sort of movement, that sort of excitement. But it's also Jackson. Love the way yeah. he, he attacks the ball and he clunks, clunks it. Another good Western Australian boy, isn't he? So uh, yeah. those three for me. Who, who are you looking at at the moment going, yeah, geez, good play. Probably... You must be reading my mind, yeah, mate, because yeah. I only got asked this. Que- I only got this asked this question probably ten minutes before I actually uh, come on this meeting with you, and I, it was mainly two. Yeah, and uh, it is like Oliver is, in my my view, mate, my opinion, the best yep. in the game. Yeah, you know, I and I mean that might be a big statement, but he's proven proven it time and time again, mate. You know, I love Petrarca, but yep. to me, Oliver is our main man. Mm. Uh, and the game style, the way he goes about his business, not non fuss, mate. Just gets in there, cracks in, mm. has a go, mate. And uh, you know he he's he's a machine, you know, and he can carry everyone on his back yeah. in that midfield with his role. And Cozzy is an excitement sh- machine, mate. A small forward that can do anything and everything mm. when he's up and going, you know. Um, so he, he's exciting to watch. And then yeah, just the growth of. Uh, of Jackson, you know, yeah. with um, with winning the Rising Star, well deserved, mate, and then just with what he's been able to do, you know, the opportunity, um, you know, he, he's become a very important part of uh, that ruck duo, you know, being able to be attacking and dangerous in the forward line, but then being able to give Maxi a rest to go into uh, the midfield and still pretty much run around as though. Yeah. He's a rover, you know. He reminds me like a Jimmy Steins. That might be a big statement, mate. Still a long way to go. But, yeah, yeah. you know, he's a, he's another ruck rover type that, you know, just he, he'll tap the ball, but then he follows it as well, you know. And yeah, uh, yeah. the good thing about him being a young bloke, mate, is that he's uh, not short of confidence, you know, and, and he probably isn't going to die wondering. He's mm. going to have a go no matter who and what it is yep. and back himself in, you know. He comes from a basketball uh, yeah. background, so very athletic type of player and, and, and a key part of why we are where we are. It's a great summation, Wiz. And look, 
I could talk all day about all that stuff that we used to do back in the day. I mean, there's there's after-hour stuff too that we haven't even touched on. We, we, we only talked about footy, didn't we? We won't, we won't go there, will we? <laughs> <laughs> they were good times though. Uh, and and look at him, look at him. He's a he's a good looking rooster, the old Wiz. He's still, you know, the great. I'm 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 loving what you're doing at the moment, Wiz. You, you you're looking all right. <laughs> couple, couple of good looking roosters. Hey, we, hey, you even forgot all about when we were coming out for that finals game against Adelaide. You, I, I don't know if you remember. I remember. I was always I was always the last bloke to run through the banner, and I'm about to go through. <laughs> then I look to where the uh, the. The stick of where they hold up this the banner had actually wrapped around the, the pole, you know. And yep. then I see this arm come out of nowhere. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And I realise it's you. You've been wrapped up like a little Christmas present, mate, <laughs> in the banner. I don't know what happened. They played a trick on me. I, I was I, I didn't like to touch the banner, but something happened. It re, it recoiled and it wrapped around me and I was mummified and I couldn't get out. I was yeah, like, so help me. Then I'm, run, I'm about to run out and then I, like, I look at you, I start laughing and this was a big game, mate, you know, in front of 60,000, 70,000 people and you've, uh, yeah. you've come out and, and almost oh. pretty much scared the bejesus out of me thinking, oh, no, look here, we've got a mummy here. <laughs> I felt I actually felt like the whole crowd was just laughing at me, struggling with the paper paper crepe, trying to get out of the, the banner. Yeah, oh, don't worry, I've seen uh, it, mate. Don't yeah, great. That. Thanks for bringing that up. Appreciate it, mate. Nah, you're welcome. You're welcome. There's a few more I can do, but uh, yeah. I won't. I'll leave it there. We'll do another one maybe later on, mate. I'll get you back on and we'll talk about all that other stuff after hours uh, <laughs> chapter. That'd be brilliant. Anytime, bro. Wizard, mate, I can't believe uh, it's been so long. We haven't been able to catch up, but we will soon, brother. We still, we'll still be able to get to the MCG Watch Out, boys. It's been so good catching up with you, man. Stay healthy, stay safe, and uh, stay homeschooling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it sucks. Yeah, take care. Pleasure talking to you, brother, as always. Uh, fingers crossed, mate. Go D's. Go D's. Get this premiership, yeah? Good on you, brother. See you soon. Take care. Bye, mate.